0: This is episode number 72 of the SHIPS podcast with Mike O'Donnell. Welcome to SHIPS. My name is Pat McCandrew, and I am a professional actor, speaker, and coach. In every episode, we discuss a message related to the most important vessels in our lives— Thanks for being here today. Now let's set sail. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Ships Podcast. I hope everyone is doing incredibly well today and are excited to tune into this episode with Mike O'Donnell. Mike O'Donnell will be joining us in episode 72 of Ships. Mike O'Donnell grew up among a family of six in Hamilton, New Jersey, and went to college at High Point University, where he dual majored in accounting and finance. He had been working in public accounting as an auditor over the past eight years and always had a passion for entrepreneurship. It's during this time in corporate America where he realized how consumed we as employees are with our smartphones. Fast forward a few years and OAOA, his company, was born in May of 2017. So this is a great episode with Mike where we really dive into the details about what his company, OAOA, is all about. We discuss how people in the workplace are no longer Productive, And how there is an unmet need with corporations when it comes to digital wellness. We discuss why it's important to incentivize employees when it comes to digital wellness and how to set goals and rewards in order to achieve the greatest amount of digital wellness possible. We also discuss the importance of creating better habits in order to bring out a better you, how human beings have a desire to be connected, and also how we need to depend on people, how we need to depend on each other. So this is a really great episode in talking about how digital wellness can not only impact our personal lives, but also how it could impact our work lives as well. So if you like this episode, please feel free to share it with a friend who you think it might resonate with. So without further ado, let me please introduce Mike O'Donnell. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to The Ships Podcast. Today's guest is Mike O'Donnell. Mike, thank you so much for being with us today. Thanks for having me, Pat. I'm very excited to be chatting with you. You have created this amazing company called OAOA, and it's unlike uh, what a lot of people are doing in the digital wellness space. Mm -hmm. And I think there is actually great potential and need for what you're doing. So I'm really excited to dive into this conversation and and hear a little bit more about it. Yeah, thanks again for having me. So I'm wondering if you could just start off by telling us a little bit about your journey. How did you come into the digital wellness space? Sure.
1: Yeah, it's a good question. Um, So I guess um, through working in corporate America over the past seven, eight years, I've come to realize that not only working at my employer, but also uh, working with other clients and just walking throughout the space, you just see countless people kind of always looking down at their phones in their cubicle and not really remaining productive. I mean, so that was always in my mindset throughout this entire journey. Um, But it also kind of hits you in the face every time you're walking through New York and you see people just on their phones walking across the street. Not only is that obviously dangerous, uh, but just something that doesn't need to be done. Uh, fast forward a few years and I was just talking with a friend who was up in Boston at a concert and he was actually saying that everything was great, the, the concert was amazing, but all he saw in front of him was white screens. Ah, so, That's so sad. That's <laughs> yeah. so sad. So like, it suddenly dawned on me that why can't there be something that rewards employees or individuals for staying off their phones during times when they shouldn't be taking them out of their pockets? So eventually it kind of transformed into that original idea to thinking about how to incorporate this into the workforce um, and really bring it into the organizational level.
0: I really like that a lot because it really takes what's happening in our society and really allows us to, or really allows you and your organization to put it into corporations and organizations Because I think sometimes we will go to work and we'll say, okay, work's work, and then life's my life. But especially as technology has continued to advance, it has had a really powerful impact, for better or worse, on both our home lives and our work lives. Absolutely. And I, I wonder... Uh, why Why was it that you want to specifically serve corporations and organizations and businesses? Right. Because I think a lot of people in this space, they are either uh, giving talks at like community events mm-hmm. or conferences. Maybe mm-hmm. they're helping families or schools. Mm-hmm. So what was it that appealed to you about businesses and corporations? Sure, sure.
1: Yeah, I mean, and all those individuals and companies in the digital wellness space in those segments are... Are doing great things um and i think it, it needs an overall like holistic approach to the digital wellness ecosystem because it's a very nascent market um, maybe in the first few i guess couple years it's been really growing but there's not much on the organizational level i think there's an unmet need there um, and overall you kind of look at the legacy programs for employee benefits on the perk side and it's it's just very old companies that many employees actually don't know if they have perks with an employer. Oh, yeah. And if they do, like they don't know where to find them or what they are. So I was trying to bring it together, not only to limit distractions and increase employee productivity, but to really help them save money on purchases that they make on a daily basis. So I feel like there's really a need on the call it the enterprise side, B2B. Um, and that's where we're going to try to focus.
0: And I love that, too. It's almost a complement to a lot of these incentives that you see nowadays with health and fitness right. that you get a gift card or a certain amount of points maybe you get an extra day off mm-hmm. if you walk a certain amount of steps each week right. or if you so- show that you went to the gym right and i think that we'll be seeing more and more of this in digital wellness in that really a d- digital wellness is a, a subset of our overall wellness. Yes. And so I really love what you're doing with this. I'm curious if you could talk to me and our listeners about the origin of the name. How did you come up with the name? Uh, so
1: when I originally thought of the idea and kind of it popped in my head, it was like, well, we're on it again. We're off it again. And it's just like a continuous cycle. So I just kind of branched those two, those four words together to actually come up with O-A-W-A. Um, and then I kind of thought about it even more, and rather than even talking about on again off again, I just like the way it sounded where if you actually said it quick enough, it sounds like away away, and it kind of speaks to just remaining off your phone at a time when you should be.
0: yes, I love that so much. And it has a a ring to it too, yeah, that there's like a simplicity to it, but it also sounds fun. It yeah, sounds absolutely. engaging. And it also piques our curiosity. Yeah, because like, everyone oh, needs hey, to hey. know like
1: what that means, right? And yeah, a lot of times, yeah. it's if they're not saying it correctly, then that's another time for me to talk about it and like, where it came from. Um, but yeah, it's a lot of fun to hear everyone's thoughts about the actual name.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I, I love it. And, and it, I think that the name alone makes people want to engage, especially if you're talking about businesses and corporations for those people who... Maybe suffering from engage from a lack of engagement mm-hmm. and are figuring out ways to get more involved with their coworkers, right. more involved in the workspace. Yeah. You bring in a, an organization or a company like that has the title OAOA, and it's like, oh man, th- th- this sounds like it's going to be fun. This sounds <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: We're definitely excited to kind of bring it out to the market and see what everyone thinks about it because it's it's obviously a new niche play. Uh, But we think it definitely serves an unmet need and really looking forward to seeing how it goes.
0: So how can companies incentivize their employees to get off their phones? We live so much on our Mm -hmm. devices and especially at work where maybe even if we're on the go, we rely on our phones so much. Right. But I absolutely agree with what you said before about how it lowers, it can lower productivity. Mm -hmm. It, allows us to stay in our bubbles and not engage fully with our employees sure, sure. you have employees who are emailing each other and they're sitting right across <laughs> right. the room right. instead of talking yeah. and having a conversation yeah. and i think people are hesitant to give that up they are very reliant on yeah, that absolutely so how do you think that away away can help organizations and companies Really make it attractive to get off to for their employees right. to get off their phones right. and engage with one right. another. So,
1: I think it always starts at the top from an organizational level with, I guess, any new policy or overall approach. Um, so, it's really about the wellness feature. So, if you're going from the top and management is behind the idea fully, saying that we actually think that by reducing your overall usage or at least limiting it during cer- certain moments and times throughout the day. You can be rewarded for this and if those deals which are rewarded by us for the employees if those deals actually matter to you as the individual and provide value in your day-to-day life uh, that's where we see it being the most beneficial yeah Um, so we're actually going to do what we're doing is creating goals where the individual can create goals through the platform where they can actually track their overall status on a day-to-day So that over time, it's just like working out where you're trying to set like a repetition or a a regiment where you can go day to day. So it's the same thought process. It's just a matter of now looking back at your historical usage and pickups to figure out, well, last week I didn't do so well, this week I did. Why did I do so well this week? So in the future, we're looking into different insights as to what we can provide to our users, what we can provide to the organizations. Um, But in the end, it, it comes down to if the tone at the top is positive, it reinforces to the employees that they don't always have to be always on, even when it's at home. And I think that's a big play too, because I think most people believe that if they get an email at home, they have to reply right away. Yeah. So if the organization is actually sponsoring this platform, they're saying that, no, that's not always the case. We don't want you to do that. We want you to have family time, um, stay away. Um, And then in the end, you can actually benefit and save money. So that's the overall play there.
0: I believe, too, with what you're saying, that it really is, it it starts with management. And it starts with the leadership team, because they really do set the precedent for the rest of the organization, Mm -hmm. for the rest of the company, whether it be with digital wellness, or whether it be the the attitude or, or the the workplace culture. If you have a leader who's coming in and is on their phone all of the time, who's not engaged, Mm -hmm. then those who are beneath them or those who are in the entry-level positions are going to think that, they maybe even at a subconscious level that they have to engage in that way. They always have to be looking busy yes. in order to get ahead in their career. Right. Cause that's
1: what they see their leadership doing. And well, if, if he or she is successful, that's what they're doing. Then I have to do it. And so it's, yeah, it's like you said, it's, it could be subconscious, but that's kind of where we are. And it's the same thing with like vacation time. I know it's totally different, but in the same realm of wellness, cause everyone needs time away. If leadership doesn't take vacation, Maybe like a day here or there, and they don't actually allow people to take week week long vacations, two week long vacations. The employees are never going to do that, and they're going to get burnout, and then they're probably going to leave. So yeah. the organization has an issue with like retention, engagement, and all of that just from the tone
0: at the top. Right. Yeah, that's absolutely true. I'm wondering if you could. We've talked uh, about this briefly mm-hmm. about obviously limiting phone usage yep. how do you believe that limiting phone usage in the workplace can increase not only productivity but also team morale mm-hmm. in the organization
1: sure so if your organization has i mean everyone has departments within a, within a company so if those or if those subgroups kind of have to they can create goals themselves so if, a real life example is if a manager is working with five or six individuals and they're the staff be- below that manager that manager is able to create a goal on the platform and invite his or hers employees below him to work as a team to try to reach this goal and by doing that they all receive tickets so it's not only uh, a competition between them all because they want to say like oh I, I spent less time on my phone than you it's also saying well if we all put our phones in the middle of the table." setting this goal, starting it, then we can actually reach like an end result together. So it's a collaboration on that front. And hopefully while you're doing that, you're actually doing your work aside from that and actually reaching the company's goals at the same time. Um, so yeah, I mean, I, we really are looking forward to that feature where everyone can create goals and invite their friends and coworkers, because that's a way that you only build team, uh, I guess, teamwork. Uh, but it kind of sets a precedent for the employees below you
0: i love what I love about that too is that it's an investment with everybody mm-hmm. like if everybody decides together to put on their phones automatically that decision to to put away their phones it unites them in some sort of way, yeah. even if it's a very minimal way, and sure. the fact that it unites them then at least I would assume, would be able to create a higher team morale. Yeah,
1: and it doesn't have to be, like, the entire day. The goal doesn't have to span 24 hours. I mean, you're not working 24 hours. But if there are important times throughout the day where you recognize that your employees are spending more time on their phones, maybe it's early morning or late afternoon, by creating those specific goals for those time periods, you're not only increasing the productivity when, like, that productivity lapse for that individual. Um, but you're creating an entire like collaboration workforce where everyone kind of wants to feed off of each other and, and actually communicate face to face rather than, as you said before, through email, Slack, and that person is like two feet from you. Uh, <laughs> right. so yeah, I mean, that's, that's the exciting part of it. Um, then on the, the other side employers themselves, like at the very top HR, if there's a company wide meeting, they'd be able to set goals for that meeting where they can reward their employees for staying off their phones during that specific time. Um, and that employer reward could be anything from a, a free lunch or maybe eventually an additional day of pay time off, which I think that's the real value add for employees. If, it, if you could do something as simple as staying off your phone when you shouldn't be on it to begin with, and in the end you're given a, another day to take vacation, I think that's really awesome.
0: How do you think that management or, or managers, CEOs, the leadership team mm-hmm. of an organization, how do you think that they can regulate this in a way that is efficient and at the same time effective for for the company that they're leading?
1: Regulated in, in terms of...
0: Well, like to, to make sure that okay, if everyone is deciding to stay off of their phones, Mm -hmm. everyone is investing in this together, Mm -hmm. everyone. uh, I guess my question would be, how how can leadership make sure that everyone takes it seriously? As opposed to uh, the team hearing, oh, management's saying to get off our phones, like, oh, but no one's taking it seriously and everyone's sneaking peeks at their phone throughout the day. Right, right. How, how can management ensure that everyone does take this seriously?
1: Right, and it's a, a perk that's being... I mean, because or the organization's paying for it, so they they want to know that their employees are getting some value-add from it, which, of course, they should. Um, but I think it comes back to knowing that we, as OAOA, have discussed and talked with not only the top of the organization but employees themselves, whether that's through surveys or even going out there at the very beginning during the onboarding process to ask them what deals that they want on the platform. Cause I think it always comes back to the deals where if you're able to save money on a vacation, save money on items that you purchase on a daily basis. I think that is the stickiness of the platform itself that will attracts individuals, employees to keep on coming back. Um, and I think a byproduct of all of that is knowing that you're overall, you're limiting usage on your phone. You're creating better habits because in the end, that's why we decided to go with the goal setting feature. By doing that over time, you're creating better habits um, to increase productivity at work. But even more importantly, and I, I know I haven't talked or touched upon this yet, but the fact that your organization is giving you this platform to use this isn't just an at work platform. You could be using this at home when you should be spending time with family and friends. And overall it's it's trying to gather and bring out a better you on the digital side for like day to day. From the moment you wake up to the second you go to bed. So that's a very long weighted answer, but I think it comes back to the the deals and making sure that what we're providing employees legitimately need and want so we're working with organizations to do that yeah
0: i really love that a lot because exactly what you said if management can get across that oh being off your phones this away away it's not just about at work it's right. also about your home life right. i think that shows employees that okay, management cares about them. Exactly. Management cares about exactly. me. Oh, they're interested in how I'm interacting my, with my family. What? Right. Like, right. And, and I think that it's important, especially nowadays mm-hmm. for management and organizations to have that sort of investment in their employees to really care about them. Because yeah. if people are at a place where they feel cared about, where they feel like their work is being appreciated, mm-hmm. they're much more likely to stay. Oh, without a doubt, yeah. And so that that's a really interesting point that you made that with digital wellness, mm-hmm. it isn't just about work, it's also about the home life. And if organizations and businesses can, and the management team can get that across to their employees, right, right. I think to kind of go back to what I was asking before, I think then employees might realize how serious it is, Mm -hmm. and take it seriously. Yeah,
1: and it's not just this entire platform is not just about providing an, an additional benefit to employees, but it's trying to solve an issue that has been kind of transcending our generation over the past 10 years, and that's addictive behavior to cell phones. So that's exactly what we're trying to solve, and we believe that offering it to individuals where they can use it at any point in time. I think that kind of helps a little bit to, to go in this, like a, a, to the right direction.
0: Yeah, I absolutely agree with that. And I'm wondering if we could dive into sort of the flip side of this a little bit. So the digital wellness field, it's relatively new, I would say. Yeah. Even though people have been researching the effect of technology and, smartphones, social media, and other technologies, its effect on how we think and live, even though that research has been out for a while, Mm -hmm. I feel like the digital wellness field, the digital wellness term hasn't been around too long. So I know in in my work and, and other people I've talked to who work in this space, they'll sometimes bring up digital wellness and... People will either, one, not quite understand what it is. They'll be like, oh, are you talking about a Fitbit or something? <laughs> right, right, right. Or, or the the Apple Watch or something because like that. Because the
1: wellness is the trickiest word, right? I mean, it's yeah. that means basically anything. So bringing in the digital side, it's you, you're intrigued, but at the same time, you're kind of confused.
0: Right, right. So it's either that... Or people are like, oh, well, that's nice. Like, that's a nice idea. In an ideal world, that's what we would do. But let's look at reality. Everything's happening on our phones. Mm -hmm. Everything's happening on the internet. Mm -hmm. We're in a 24-7 world now, especially in a city like New York City, where everyone's always go, 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 go. So what would you say to people who might come with you or come to you with that sort of opinion.
1: Yeah, and I mean, it's it's a great point because obviously technology provides so much utility in our day-to-day lives, and there are benefits to it. But in our platform is not just saying, take your phone and start a goal and toss it out the window and never look at your phone again. It's more about creating better habits and behaviors around the idea of knowing when to pick up your phone um, and when not to. So it's just limiting overall usage. So if you could say, Fine. use your phone during times when you're commuting on the subway or on the bus because what else are you really doing other than maybe like emailing people about work. But at the times when you're at home with family or at work with coworkers and colleagues, that's not probably the best time to pick up your phone. Um, so is it, again, trying to at the home basis where you're mindlessly scrolling through feeds and then, a second later or an hour later, you realize, oh my God, I've been doing this for like the past 60 minutes. Like I really just went into this link to check something out and I just kind of blacked out. So those are the times where we're trying to focus and really alter the behavior in a way that's more healthy to the individual. So yeah.
0: Yeah. And I think that more and more awareness is being spread about why this is so important The research is out there. Of course, but no one's going to read the research. (laughs) Exactly, (laughs) exactly. There's tons of research, but I think that it is people like yourself Mm -hmm. and work I'm trying to do and other people in the digital wellness space who are all going about using this research and then translating it in a way that is going to reach people. Right. And that is really going to wake people up Mm -hmm. to really not not only that this is important to be aware of but also to keep in mind the effect that it's having on our health yeah and how we live and how we interact with one another and how we interact in our relationships yeah i i think that awareness is starting to be spread and people are starting to and it's great to
1: see too because like you said it, it affects not only our like our mental attitude whether it's looking on Facebook and seeing all these different friends doing all these great things, uh, they're on vacations, living this best life. But in reality, I mean, they're, they're just like you and I. And you're kind of sitting there on the couch and you're feeling bad about yourself because you're not doing this. On the other side, if you're looking at your phone 30 minutes before you go to bed, you can't turn off. Your, your inability to sleep has now been a function of staring at your phone for too long. And that leads to sleep deprivation, it leads to anxiety and stress. And that again then transcends into the workplace where that it all impacts, it's like a, a cycle that goes on and on. So I think the more people that are spreading the, the good word, um, the better. And it's an industry that's on the up and up and it's a really exciting time to be in this digital wellness field. But as you started this conversation, digital wellness can mean many things. Um, And a lot of people are taking the approach of maybe workshops with the workforce and showing them what can be done um, just on like the behavioral side. There's other companies that have retreats for digital wellness where you never touch your phone for a weekend. So all this is just really, really fun and interesting. So it's just trying to find that the niche in the market uh, to see how you can benefit society. Yes. Yeah.
0: absolutely so it's a work in progress <laughs> of but course it's, like it's, anything else yeah right? but yeah. It's, a, it's an important mission though yeah, are all agree. on for sure yeah
1: and i think in the end if there can even be certain apps or certain companies out there that prevent individuals from using their phones while driving i mean that's that's another segment of the market that can really obviously benefit people save lives because that's a huge issue um so i think we're we're doing some good things here, and it's an exciting time to be a part of it. But it's also looking forward to the future as to what comes of, comes of this, and maybe companies themselves, uh, maybe tech companies themselves, can look at it as a way to how can we use technology for for the best w- the best way possible for like humanity. And I know there's companies that are in that field, right? Doing some really really awesome stuff.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I think the fact that there's a conversation around mm-hmm. this now. Yeah, it's a start. Yeah. It it shows that there's hopefully a hopeful future. I think so much of the work that you do with OAOA OA is about creating meaningful conversations and relationships in the workplace. Which Absolutely. is obviously a big reason why I wanted to have you of course. on this show. Yeah. yeah. Why do you believe it's crucial that we have meaningful relationships in the workplace? Why is it that people talk about, why is it important that people at work talk about things that might not be work-related, that right. might be about, oh, how's your family doing? Or, right. oh, what are you doing this weekend? That right. sounds fun. Right. Right. Or things that are probably considered more personal. Mm-hmm. Why is it important that people at work talk about these things as opposed to just going into work, doing their job, just talking about work and then leaving, leaving for home? Right.
1: I mean, at the base of it, it's, I think human beings desire then have the desire to be connected with those around them. I think that leads ultimately to happiness, which again, then leads to enjoying life because you have this community that you can go to on a day to day and just talk about it without that. And always looking down at your phones, it's a, it's a relationship that I understand a lot of people have, but it also leads to factors such as anxiety or depression that if you're actually able to look at someone in the eyes and actually have a conversation about your daily life or daily struggles, That goes a long way, and it makes you feel wanted and needed, and it should propel you and help you throughout your day-to-day. So I think the the overall desire to be loved and connected, that starts, I mean, it, it could be at home or at the workplace. You need a community around you, and it's the best way to get that community is just to have a simple conversation. And I think that's where it starts. You can't have that conversation if you're always staring down at your phone.
0: Yes. That's so true. Yeah. And I think that it's so easy for us to forget about that because these sort of conversations and interactions are very small in the moment. Mm-hmm. They're very small if it's just me asking about how your day went right. or asking about what's going on this weekend. In those moments, it seems so minuscule, but you're absolutely right. Over time, it adds up. Mm-hmm. And the more of those little conversations you have, the more they have the potential to in- to evolve into deeper conversations, which then leads to a friendship.
1: Right, right. It's it's the impact that makes that a, someone asking how your day was or how your weekend was, it is a very simple question. It doesn't take much time to even ask that. But the fact that they did ask that shows that they're, they want to have a conversation with you, that they want to know you a little bit better. And I think that drives overall communication between individuals and that's I mean like I said it's everyone wants that and needs that if you're someone or if you don't really have that connection with individuals on a day-to-day I think over time say for example if I were working from home for an entire two weeks and during those two weeks all I'm doing is hanging out with my dog you kind of lose that sense of purpose that you're kind of there by yourself without the without the time to actually have a conversation with someone else. It, it kind of is a little depressing, right? And I think that's what some people may or may not do when they go to work, is they go to work, they do their job, and they come home. What if, and maybe if your listeners can do this, what if instead of doing that, if they do that, go into work, and for five minutes in the day, Just find five minutes, find someone that you haven't really talked to and just start a conversation and see how you feel after that and then go home. And then maybe you're like, oh, my God, I actually learned something new about this individual. And then maybe tomorrow, ask another person, talk to them for five minutes. So it's just trying to it's creating that sense of community that I think if you do that, you'll be more happy at work. You'll be more happy in life and overall just satisfied.
0: How do you think we could encourage people to do that? Because I definitely agree with you on that, that when people take that extra effort to talk to someone or reach out to someone that they don't know and then make a habit out of doing that, yeah. it could change their lives. Oh, and it can change
1: the people's lives that they're
0: talking to. Exactly. Exactly. But I think people, because we're so attached to our phones, They allow that phone to be their comfort bubble Mm -hmm. a little bit Mm -hmm. and their crutch. Mm -hmm. And I think there's also a little bit of laziness that comes into play as well. Sure. And so how do you think that we can encourage people to take that step outside of their comfort zone and reach out to somebody who they might not know, whether it be in person or maybe they contact them online, but then arrange to meet in person. Right. There's a lot of people who I don't think do that nowadays. So no. how can we encourage people to really step outside their comfort zone and get to know people in that that's way? a
1: That's a huge question that's very hard to even answer because it's <laughs> yeah. Yeah. it's down to the individual person and how they feel about it. Because if you're, if you're shy or timid, you may not want to actually reach out to someone or talk to. But like you said, it's something that doesn't initially have to be face-to-face if you just email them saying, hey, like, would love to grab a coffee with you for five minutes. Like, would you be okay with that? And maybe maybe people feel more comfortable doing that with a mentor that they find at work or a mentor they find in life. That could be a family member or a friend. A lot of times you kind of, you're going through your day-to-day routine and you kind of lose lose thought of those that really, truly matter in your life. So maybe it's just reaching back out to those family and friends to say, hey, how are you? So maybe start there internally where then you can feel more comfortable having that conversation to eventually branch out to coworkers. Yes. But like, it's funny because a lot of the times if you notice going up and down the elevators in New York or wherever you are, the second the door closes, everyone goes in their pocket, reaches out their phone and looks at it because it's an awkward space, right? You're trying to fill that with... Fill that void with something digital. What if you just didn't do that? Looked at someone right next to you and said, "How are you?" Imagine that person's face when they hear that. They probably look at you like you're crazy because you're <laughs> you're two feet from them, right? Yeah. But it's a fun experiment to try. And if it doesn't work out, like they're going up one more level and they're leaving, so you're never gonna see that person again. Yeah. But just try it once. It's just a fun thing that I'd like to do.
0: Yeah, just to test the water and see what happens. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 we'll we'll have to do that today. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, when we go down the. Yeah, and it's just
1: simple, fun things like that you could do throughout your day to day. If you're getting coffee, why don't you ask the barista when they say, "Hey, hey, how are you?" Just ask the exact same question, return, and like just look at them in the eye rather than looking down your phone, ready to scan your Starbucks uh, QR code.
0: I it's actually And you could
1: uh, tell like the difference that it makes asking that question. They look at you and you're like, "Oh. Oh, yeah, I'm doing great." Like, "Thanks for asking."
0: Oh, that's huge. And yeah. uh, that's huge, especially at restaurants because yeah. that that's something that I always try to be mindful with right. at, at restaurants because I think that so, so many people. It's just, it's sad so many people have their phones out when they're out to dinner with friends or loved ones. Mm-hmm. And You'll see them scrolling and scrolling, and then the waiter or waitress will come over and ask their order, and they'll like almost like shout it at them, yeah. like, yeah. "Oh yeah, like okay, this is my order." Go right. away, barely even registering Acknowledging them. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And so, I, yeah, I imagine that people do this a lot now, mm-hmm. and waiters and waitresses in a lot of ways they don't feel acknowledged as a human being. Right.
1: Right. And, you're being almost demeaned to some other like life form. I don't know. It's yeah, it's weird. Yeah. Cuz it's not, it's just very rude to not only like not look at the individual but you're just like you said you're kind of like pushing them away like yeah, I'll have the the chicken parm. Meanwhile, you're just scrolling through and not even giving them the light of day. So I think that that plays into a a bigger issue in society is that it's not just at restaurants but it's it comes back to your the life you live at home and what you do in your company how you present yourself and by doing that i think you there are a lot of easy fixes where you can probably do at work that can actually transcend your career so that you're seen in a more positive light that cares about people because i think employees want to work for a manager or leadership that that is caring that is thoughtful that is trustworthy they'll stay at that company forever they're more engaged um, so if you're actually an organization looking for over more happy employees I think it always starts at the top and leads into how leadership is conducting themselves yeah nobody wants to work with a an individual or a manager that kind of just issues demands and doesn't say thank you
0: absolutely which
1: i mean in today's society you uh, they're depending on the workforce you're in or depending on the job you have you can probably leave tomorrow and go to the competition and the competition why they're going there is because they offer better benefits pay but in the end it's like the people and if the people aren't great you're not going to stick around So it's always, it comes back to that connection, why you want to have meaningful conversations. Um, And it it kind of always starts there.
0: Yes. I think that we just need to take that time to appreciate one another as human beings or just acknowledge it it sounds simple yeah oh it does it sounds simple but nowadays it's not it doesn't seem easy i guess unfortunately yeah yeah well that's that's why we have companies like (laughs) OAOA doing doing this type of work so mike thank you so much for coming on the ships podcast i really appreciate you coming on the show thanks for having me and i also really appreciate the work that you're doing with OAOA and bringing The digital wellness space and what digital wellness is into the corporate environment, into businesses and organizations that can really thrive and improve their work culture and their productivity by implementing what you're teaching them about digital wellness. Yeah. Yeah. So thank you so much for your Oh, work. absolutely.
1: It was nice to have, nice to be here and again, like just talking with you and you said it perfectly. I don't even have to say anything after for that. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: agree. Before, before heading out, where yeah. can our listeners find out more information about you and your work?
1: Sure. So our website is oaoa.inc.com, and if you would love to hear more information about the company, uh, what we're doing, you can always reach me at my email address and that's mike at oa
0: great well i'll make sure to include those links in the yeah, show notes of our show awesome. so listeners out there just be sure to scroll down and you'll be able to see the links and mike's email provided yeah before leaving one more question for you what is your definition of a deep meaningful relationship
1: mm. that's a good question <laughs> a deep meaningful relationship is one where you can actually talk to that individual about anything, whether that's your daily work struggle, life struggle, but it's someone that you can depend on to always be there for you, to kind of always have your back, and to know that that individual is not going to judge you with the words that you're saying, and is not going to go... Tell someone else about everything that you're going on with in life. So if you're actually can find that individual and mentor a family member, that is the deep, meaningful relationships, conversations. That many things you can do. Um, so if, try to find that individual where you can just almost love them, be loved, and I think that goes a long way in today's society and trying to grow your overall happiness as a human being. Yeah.
0: That's uh, so good. <laughs> Listeners, play that on replay just a bunch of times. So, Mike, thank you so much again. Thanks again. It was great. Mike O'Donnell, everyone. Wow, what a great episode. I mean, I know I say that about all of my episodes, but it was really great having Mike in here to provide a unique perspective on how we can implement digital wellness into our workspaces, into the businesses that we work for, the teams that we work with. And I'm really excited to see the work that Mike is going to be doing with OAOA down the line. So, Mike, thank you so much for coming on The Ships Podcast. If you liked this episode and you think it will really resonate with a friend or family member, please feel free to share it, leave a comment, head on over to Apple Podcasts and leave me a review. I would really appreciate it. Also, if you have the Anchor app, feel free to call in and leave a voicemail. And let me know your thoughts. Said voicemail may be released in a future episode of Ships. You also have the opportunity to support this podcast. Supporting this podcast will allow me to continue producing episodes with insightful messages and inspiring guests. So if you're interested in supporting, just head on over to the show notes and scroll down and click the link provided. If you really like what you're hearing... And you are interested in having me speak at your school, business, organization, or event, head on over to patmcantor.com and send me a message. I would love to talk to you about speaking for your organization. So, thank you so much for tuning into this episode of Ships. I hope you got a lot of value out of this and are able to take some of the key points that Mike talked about and implement them into your jobs. So, I will catch you all again soon.